This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924 or visit us online at therogroup.org. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out past shows, and you can subscribe to our show, either on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Before we jump into our topic this week, uh, as always, with me, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I am doing great, Greg. Uh, Just a beautiful day once again here. Always beautiful on Retirement Paradise, right? Absolutely. One of the highlights of the week. Um, We missed one last week. Uh, We were both real busy and uh, had to make time to make sure we we got our show done in this week. So I'm glad to be back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back too. Missed you last week. Uh, Both crazy busy. I know this is a really busy time of year for you. Uh, I'm doing well and I'm intrigued uh, by the title of today's show, uh, tell us about the title. What, what's the title of the show? Today? We're, we are going to talk about um, increasing happiness and getting ahead at work this week. Wow. So uh, I assume you're going to give us some tips to increase our happiness and our productivity then, right? That's right. And when you think about your, your job, your career, it's really it's the main way that you, you gain monthly income, obviously. And that monthly income impacts both today and your financial future. So I got a lot of resources today um, for today's show. So for this first segment, we're gonna look at two articles, um, one focusing on improving happiness at work and another focusing on ways to get ahead at work. All right, sounds like a great plan. So we're starting with happiness then, right? Yes, happiness is always a good place to start. Um, So our happiness guide for this segment is an article from the Southern Business Journal. This one was entitled Six Steps to Being Happier at Work. So the article is available if you want to download it on the southern.com website. So one of the ideas this article mentions is something that I'd bet has affected nearly all of us. Work can often feel like an endless routine, the grind, uh, like we're stuck in a rut or doing the same thing every day. Um, One way to combat these feelings is to try something new. So you can ask for a new task or perhaps an expanded role. Um, You could also examine areas that could be more productive and create or suggest a new process or even a new system at work. Um, Trying new things will reinvigorate your mind and give you a a chance to break up the monotony, kind of give you a fresh look on your daily routine. Wow. That sounds really good, uh, and it sounds like a good plan, and, and it's great to have some variety in our daily lives. Uh, what's another uh, suggestion from the article? Well, another great way um, to be happy at work for this article, and I like this one, and that's to meet new people. So you probably know some of your colleagues pretty well at work, but you might 
only know others by uh, name only. And so you, people usually get their little social, you know, niches figured out and try something new, like try to meet new people, even if something as simple as a, a new good morning in the hallway or a wave as you pass in the parking lot. Um, you can build new camaraderie with your coworkers. Uh, introduce yourself to new hires or people that you don't know that well. Make new friendships. Yeah, and I know for some adults, not for myself, actually, this is one area I actually excel in, as you know, Greg, but uh, for a lot of folks, it, it seems harder to make new friends as an adult uh, than when you're a kid. Kids just seem better at it in general, though. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, in fact, in this other article, this is a Forbes.com article. Uh, this was from December 2017. This one was tied uh, in titled Promoting Employee Happiness uh, Benefits Everyone. So it cites a Harvard uh, Business Review article that notes that close relationships at work can truly increase employee satisfaction um, upwards as much as 50%, according to this article. Um, so building teams and fostering healthy work relationships can improve not only your own professional satisfaction, but that of your entire team as well. Um, Self-improvement is another great way to increase happiness at work. And the bottom line is the better you perform, the more likely that your self-esteem and happiness will increase. And that's why the article's next suggestion is to focus on a skill to, to boost. If you find you're not particularly great at something at work, focus on, on that. And this might mean leaning, uh, maybe learning a little bit more about your, your industry specifically or maybe expanding your knowledge of technology or even gaining new certification or new licensure. So maybe branching off into a different branch of your, of your career. Yeah. Good advice. I mean, in that case you can actually teach an aug. Let me redo that. Yeah. Good advice. In this case, you can teach an old dog new tricks then, right? <laughs> right. That's one way to put it. Um, and you know, Tony, the, the daily routine can can really be a grind. Um, I've heard a lot of people talk about it, you know, just this the same old, same old, you know, after one after another. And um, this kind of ties into another suggestion from the article, which is taking a break. So walk to clear your head or maybe even take a longer lunch now and then, you know, go to the park, you know, go to the beach, do something and just, you know, breathe, meditate. Small breaks in your routine can really improve your mood um, and your productivity. And this article also recommends learning how to say no. And I, I kind of like this one. So this is a lot of people have a hard time saying no at work. You know, you always want to be the guy that goes the extra mile or the, you know, the, 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 the girl that crushes it at work, you know, and it, it could be from requests to, Hey, will you stay late? Um, maybe you're asked to take on a new project or multiple things at once, or maybe even covering for somebody, uh, someone who's absent. So, while it's not always easy, saying no can be important. If you take on too many projects or too much at work, you're likely to become overwhelmed and your happiness and both your productivity will, will suffer. And this could lead to negative consequences that, that are worse than just simply saying, no, it's, I can't do that. Yeah, good point. I know that sometimes I overwhelm my schedule and workload by trying to do everything or too much. It's good to have boundaries. Yeah, yeah, we we both did that last week. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, the final suggestion from this article may seem like a strange way to improve your professional happiness, but go on vacation. <laughs> so while this may seem odd to suggest, you know, that being away from work can actually improve your happiness at work, 
it really gives your mind and body a break and can allow you to recharge and return to work um, with a new attitude and feel you know reinvigorated yeah yeah and we all need a, a vacation once in a while uh in fact we should uh, take a minute here for you to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you yeah, thanks, Tony. Um, if anybody has any questions on the show, uh, comments, please feel free to give us a call. Um, our office number is 791-2924, and you can also visit us online at therogroup.org. And today, we're talking about how to improve your professional quality of life in your career and in your job. Um, after all, the job is the engine that drives your wealth accumulation, and increasing your enjoyment of your job can improve your productivity. So we've already talked about in our first segment, the resource of our conversation about being happiness was an article from the Southern Business Journal. And that one was called Six Steps to Being Happy at Work. The article is available if you want to download on the southern.com website. And we worked through each of those six steps um, that the author had recommended. Yeah, and good advice right there. And I know you've given that advice yourself many times to your clients and people you meet with. I would assume this means we're moving on uh, to how to get ahead at work. Well, we're going to get into that in just a second, but I wanted to spend just a little bit more time on the happiness um, part. So one more resource that I have for us today. Um, to me, th this is probably the most important one. So in her book, The How of Happiness, author Sanja Lubomirsky writes that we have the power to change 40% of our capacity for happiness. So each of these suggestions can impact your happiness level, uh, but each of them does demand some action. So as I mentioned before, your career is the engine that powers your finances. The happier you are, the more likely you'll be able to excel and improve your financial future. So it's likely that you'll spend many of your waking hours at work. So finding a way to improve your enjoyment during those hours can really uh, benefit you immensely. It could even lead to a promotion, you know, or or, or simply a, a pay raise. And that's why I wanted to focus on happiness first today, uh, because if you're happy in your career and your job, you'll have a better chance of getting ahead and getting that raise at work. Yeah, excellent. That makes a lot of sense. Increase your happiness first, then it's going to be easier to get ahead. Exactly. Yeah, and success at work can improve your income and by extension may help your financial strategy and your long-term goals. So another resource I have for this segment is an article from nasdaq.com. Uh, this one was written by Daniel B. Klein and this one is titled Five Ways to Get Ahead at Work. So let's dive right into the article's first suggestion. The first suggestion to get ahead at work is to share credit. Now every project's victory or success is a result of work by more than just one person and leaders should acknowledge team success and each member's contribution. So publicly recognize everyone when celebrating success at work. Um, the article's second suggestion challenges us to, to be willing. Um, there may be many talented people in your organization, but be willing to volunteer. You know, taking on difficult or unpleasant tasks really can separate you from the competition. Learning new skills, um, taking on new challenges will often catch your supervisor's eye and lead to to bigger things in the future. Yeah, I would imagine it would. That's good advice as well. And so far, uh, you mentioned share credit and then be willing. Uh, those are two great tips to get ahead at work. And I think we're off to a great start. What's the next tip? Well, the article's third suggestion is to have ideas. So leaders are always looking for new ways of thinking or new innovations that can improve business. 
Bring up new ideas and be flexible about trying new systems or processes. Your new ideas could be an asset to the entire organization. And another of the article's suggestions is to help others grow. So a team is only as strong as its weakest member. So if you can help a colleague grow, the entire team improves. So there's little benefit to being the only member of the team with certain knowledge. By spreading that wealth of knowledge to the entire team, it not only takes pressure off you, it will also help the entire team be more productive. It's a it's a win-win scenario. Yeah, and that, that help others grow, that's a good one. I think it also relates to the meet new people happiness tip that was in our first segment. Yeah, good point, Tony. Um, you're helping them grow and you're meeting new people. Um, happiness and pro- productivity often intertwine. Um, so the same Nasdaq.com article, um, their next suggestion is to put in time. So you can also call this one hustle, right? The baseball player who sprints down the first baseline or dives for that slicing line drive often gets a round of applause just for making the effort, even if he didn't actually make the play. Um, So you don't have to be the first to arrive and the last to leave, but you should probably at least most of the time be one of the two. Yeah, that's that's a good tip. So that's five suggestions you've given us so far, right? Yep, that's right. And I think the author might have been taking that last point about working hard directly to heart because they did add one more suggestion at the end. And that was the sixth suggestion. So that that is to win and lose graciously. Uh, So there may be situations when you feel that you've done everything you could to get ahead, but that you still don't get that promotion or that opportunity. So the article recommends gracefully handling both winning and losing. Uh, Arrogance and victory or bitterness and defeat can affect your next chances at your promotion or opportunity. And this is a nice quote from one of my uh, favorite coaches of all time, uh, Vince Lombardi. And he is quoted as saying, the price of success is hard work, dedication to the job at hand and the determination that whether we win or lose, we have applied the best of ourselves to the task at hand. Yeah, that's a great quote. Lombardi had a number of them, didn't he? A lot (laughs) of words of wisdom. Yeah, or to put it another way, uh, using these tips can be their own reward then, right? Yeah, uh, well said, Tony. Your your job and your career, we've said it before, is the engine that drives your, your monthly income for not only now, but in the future and in retirement ultimately. But it can also be a a major factor in your daily well-being. So using tips like these and knowing that you've had a positive influence through your work, that can be very rewarding as well. And so today we've talked about how to improve your happiness at work as well as ways to get ahead at work. Happy and productive workers are often rewarded with, with raises. And that's why for our last segment, I'd like to talk about some of the things you may want to do when you do get that raise and you really have the opportunity to improve your financial situation. Yeah, definitely. Before we do, though, why don't you let our listeners know again how they can get a hold of you and what you have to offer there? I think you're offering a a, a no cost, no obligation consultation, right? Yeah. So for our listeners, um, if you'd like a complimentary, um, no cost, no obligation consultation, whether that's to assess your risk assessment, look at your overall retirement picture, figure out your social security, um, feel free to give us a call 791-2924. You can ask for me, Greg Gunther, be happy to sit down and see if we can figure out a nice retirement strategy for you. All right. Sounds great. 
And listeners, just a reminder, this is Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Uh, Now, Greg, today's episode is about uh, happiness and about uh, improving your happiness at work, ways to get ahead. We've been talking about some of the different ways to get ahead now, haven't we? Yes, Tony. Um, We're talking about how to improve your happiness and your well-being at work. And that's why in our final segment today, we want to examine how to make that success at work and your pay raise or your new position that you did obtain work harder for you. So in this segment, I'm going to be referencing a nationaldebtrelief.com article, this one titled The Real Effect of a Salary Increase on Your Life. Um, The article is from 2015, uh, but these are timeless suggestions. Well, after happiness and getting ahead, it makes sense that a raise is the next logical step. At least that's our hope. So what's the first thing you want to talk about? Okay, well, the first thing uh, the article mentions is to pat yourself on the back. And, And in my opinion, this is very important because you need to stop and acknowledge your success. You know, you should always be giving yourself a, a positive feedback. And if you have received a reward, um, like a like a pay increase or a raise, or even any type of positive feedback at work, frankly, um, take time to enjoy that moment. Sometimes we're so focused on the next goal or the next milestone that we don't appreciate our, our successes. Taking time to appreciate the success or patting yourself on the back, um, now that really ties nicely into the article's second tip, and that is, wait until your first paycheck. So so you could also call this one, um, don't count your chickens before they hatch. I mean, once you receive your first paycheck, that's with your increase on it. uh, And then you can, you understand what effect your taxes and deductions have on your new income. Then you can make decisions based on your new net income, not your gross income. Yeah. I think that's a mistake a lot of us make or have made in the past, just because I receive a thousand dollar raise doesn't mean I'll have an extra thousand dollars to spend each month or each year. Right, exactly. And and once you have that that first new net number, um, you can move to the article's next tip, which is to reassess your current finances. So, ask yourself what areas of your financial life need the most attention. Um, can you increase mortgage or auto loan payments? Uh, maybe you have some student debt that needs to be paid down, um, this might be a great time to sit down with your financial services professional and look at your overall picture. Right. What's the next step then after we've looked at that financial picture? Well, my clients have a lifestyle change, either from a pay increase or something else. I often suggest that they retake the color of money risk analysis. Um, Ask them, has has their risk analysis, uh, has their tolerance changed? Now, the color of money risk analysis uses a a color system we use to categorize um, your retirement assets. So the score lets you know how much you should have in red money, yellow money, or green money. Uh, So red money are assets that are subject to risk. They can lose value, but they have great opportunity for long-term growth. Yellow money is like red, but it's subject to risk and they lose value, but it's professionally managed. So professional money managers can help reduce your risk and increase growth opportunities. And then the green money, of course, are assets with less risk. They may not have as much growth opportunities, but your account is less likely to shrink. Well, that sounds good. Now we're getting close to the end of the show. Are there any more tips from that nationaldebtrelief.com article? 
Yeah, paying off debt is always a timeless tip. I mean, if your new net income will allow you to reduce debt and in turn pay less interest, that's often a wise financial move. The article also mentions identifying savings goals. So this is another issue that you can discuss with your financial services professional. Uh, Your new net income may provide new opportunities to expand your savings, uh, your retirement funds, uh, or your your future investments as well. So when I often advise if people have their debt under control, you get a pay raise at work. If you're not maxing out your 401k or employer sponsored plan, use that raise to increase your savings into that. Wow, good advice, I like that. Well, and as usual, Our time has just flown by and we have to wrap up this week's show, Greg. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Um, I'd like to encourage our listeners to visit my website at therogroup.org. We have a lot of great videos and articles on there. If you'd like to take the color money risk analysis yourself, there's a link in the upper right that says get my score. That'll identify you of what type of investor you are, how much you should have in red or yellow money and how much you should have in green. Or if you have any questions on today's show or would like a complimentary, um, no cost, no obligation consultation with me, please feel free to give us a call anytime at 791-2924. All right, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.